0: Welcome to Here's a Solution, the podcast where talking about work doesn't have to feel like it. Presented by Emily Shandruk Solutions with your host, Emily Shandruk and Chelsea Lockstead. Now, are you ready to get real about the everyday workplace? Welcome to Here's a Solution, the podcast from Emily Shandruk Solutions, and I'm very excited to say that this is our first episode. We're kind of sharing
1: with you a little bit who we are, how this came to be, some of the topics that we're looking at, and it's going to feel a little rough around the edges today, but that's okay. Yeah. I think so. Not rough, just... I don't know. We're excited. We have pink microphones. So we're in a studio for the first time. It's that, it's that, yeah, we're in a really fun studio
0: and, uh, and we're having fun with this. Yeah. Uh, A little introduction about us. My name is Chelsea Lockstead. I am the marketing and administration manager at Emily Shandrick Solutions. I'm currently in my sixth year of my bachelor's of education. So I have an undergraduate degree in history. And I would say my biggest influence in my life was my grandmother Uh, She was an event and volunteer coordinator for uh, my entire life um, up until she passed two years ago. And so I didn't go to daycare growing up. I just went around town with her uh, doing the classic event planning jobs, such as picking up brochures, folding brochures, dropping brochures off, picking up T-shirts numerous things like that and she didn't have any sort of post-secondary schooling so she graduated high school on a Friday and she said she went to work at Scotiabank on a Monday and so all of her experiences uh, were just in the workforce and I always thought that was so interesting because I thought she was so knowledgeable and it was all based off of her experiences Um, It wasn't, it wasn't found in a classroom. So that's something I really take with me in um, my work as I am now in a career that has nothing to do with my, with my bachelor's degree. And I'm so thankful you are in this (laughs) career that has
1: nothing to do with your current bachelor's degree. Although a degree in education, I think it really lends itself well to being that everything to everyone, right? Yeah,
0: absolutely. That's a huge thing that they, uh instill in us is like I'm just gonna say like the the assignments that you have to do it's not like a 10-page essay you know it's not a thesis project but it's seven lesson plans or you know seven uh, IEPs that you have to like hand in like each class will have their assignments to do all at the same time because that's being a teacher right like you have eight million things to do so it really teaches you I don't want to say how to multitask, but how to prioritize Yeah, and how to get multiple projects done at once. Absolutely. And how to have, as we
1: will discuss in the podcast, difficult conversations, Mm -hmm. whether it's with students, colleagues, maybe you have to talk parents. Mm -hmm. As the daughter of a elementary school teacher, my mom was a school teacher for 30 years or pretty close. Mm -hmm. And yes, lots of difficult conversations with administration, with, you know, parents, kids, teachers, principals, all the in-between. It again, like with your relationship with your grandma, my relationship with my mom really did help shape. It's very funny how I always said I never want to go into education because it looked like way too much work. Mm -hmm. And now as an entrepreneur, all the different things I'm involved in. The one thing I do love about being a serial entrepreneur now is that every day is different and that I get to make every day basically what I wanted to do, which I'm really glad that today we have carved out so much time to work on this podcast and, and pull together, you know, the crazy idea that came out of a car ride. Mm -hmm. So Chelsea and I were driving home from a work trip in Northern, Northern Ontario. And I had very recently brought you onto the team to help with one project. And then it became very evident that I needed help with more projects and that adding you to my team would give me back a lot more of time from not just the administrative side, but, you know, I hadn't touched my social media in a very long time. And I had sort of said to Chels, I really want you to be, you know, not just posting things on social media, but I really want you to be sharing more around the world of employee relations. I really want to showcase to people Why I think it's important that they are having difficult conversations and what difficult conversations can look like, whether it's feedback, performance reviews, you know, what it's like to ask for a raise or ask for time off. If you're not super comfortable with that, I want to talk about the world of exit interviews and what it's like to leave a position and how employers and employees can get the most out of that experience. And as I think I talked for 20 minutes, you said, I can't do that in a post let's do a podcast.
0: Yeah, well, because what I was finding was I got the job and then people would say to me, where do you work? And I would say Emily Shandrick Solutions. And they would say, what is that? And I would say a consulting firm. And the word they would say, what is that? Yeah. So the word consulting uh, simultaneously describes a bunch of different things and also explains none of them. I call it a black hole. Literally, yeah. That's exactly what it is. And so how do I, as this marketing manager, talk about what this business does and the things that it can do for business owners and employees in like a 1080 by 1080 graphic? Right. And you can't.
1: (laughs) No, and you were very opposed to doing a reel.
0: Yeah. Well, I just think, like, let's just be honest like obviously a business has Instagram that's great but people aren't scrolling through being like this is you know what I'm having a difficult situation at work here I am scrolling through Instagram like this reel will help that is true when I do late night
1: to put myself to sleep scroll through Instagram reels where I absorb a lot of funny duck videos Mm -hmm. Um, see yeah Instagram is for duck videos pretty much well and like honestly when something comes up and it's like a for realsy real real mm-hmm. I'm like oh enough like I just want to be entertained I want the you know the little girl voice that's like you don't be rude to me or whatever <laughs> one is trending right now I want that yeah. I don't want to absorb that tough information that I know is important so where I go personally for a lot of my own professional and personal growth and still a little bit of celebrity gossip is to a podcast yeah so it did make a ton of sense. And I am very glad for you to have pushed me in this direction. And I'm glad
0: that I found the cute pink microphone. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. And like, I I will admit, like we were driving in the car, and we were listening to podcasts and I kind of just had that idea, like, this is the perfect medium. Because going into the job, I have I have no background in employee relations or business or anything like that. And so it was... I don't want to say learning curve, but like there's a lot of things to learn, you know, when you're going into a job where it's not necessarily in your background. Um, and so we were just having great conversations. And it's like, let's just let's just put ourselves in front of a microphone.
1: Yeah. Ah, so the teacher became the student. You introduced yourself. So I'm going to do kind of the same thing here. So I am the Emily Shandrick behind Emily Shandrick Solutions. And I started my company on the precipice of the pandemic. I had been, quote, consulting and doing odd jobs with other colleagues and that for a couple of years because I had left the, the world of working for someone else and had been working for myself for about two-ish years. And I decided that it was time to build a website, create a name and a brand, and and something that would pull together all the things that I had been doing and to try to make a little bit more sense of it, whether or not that is true right now is probably still TBD. Um, but under the Emily Shadrick Solutions umbrella, I do some consulting around philanthropy. So I do help people that are looking to create a, a stronger messaging out there around things and causes that they might want fundraising for, help create some, some donor management solutions. If you are looking to grow your board or you know maybe even change the bylaws the policies and the procedures around how your board and your organization operates i've helped out with that the other it's like a it's like a three-armed business mm-hmm. um cuz i also feel as women and maybe as a mom we we kind of always need that extra arm we're <laughs> like either carrying groceries a purse kids all the things so the second arm of my business is around project management and event management. Uh, I started with the project management piece, which quickly turned into, thanks to the pandemic, managing a lot of virtual events, so virtual conferences, speaking events, working with people who found transitioning from in-person to virtual quite challenging. And thankfully, being a elder millennial and Sort of maybe not growing up with technology, but adopting technology, I found you know scheduling Zooms and and making all that happen quite easy, and was able to pass on that learning to clients and help them with their their needs there. And then this third arm is around employee relations, and that stems from where um, my more formal education was. So while I have an undergraduate degree in criminology and psychology, Mm -hmm. yeah. Again, not working in that field. <laughs> I got my master's degree in conflict analysis and management, and I specialized in organizational development because when we were looking at the streams and the and the various ways we could take our degree, there was people that turned to world conflicts. And I mean, I had a friend, this would have been the early 2000s, who while we were in school- her project was to go to Paris and deal with the riots that were happening there. Um, I had another friend who went off to Zimbabwe to do work there. <laughs> and, and that, you know, as much as adventure appeals to me, my adventure involves a few more umbrella drinks and a beach. So, and then we had, there was another stream that dealt more with community related issues, um, which definitely I liked, especially that I had this pull to the nonprofit world But the workplace conflict, the employee relations piece, the, you know, figuring out if we're going to spend potentially 90,000 hours of our life somewhere, and we will talk about how that's changing. Maybe you're not spending it in a specific office or with one employer, but where you're going to spend a huge part of your life doing something work-related, when there's conflict,
0: how do you work with that, through that, around it? So. Um, I just wanted to touch on the fact that, so I was born in 1999, so I am technically a Gen Z, but I like to think of myself as a millennial because I was born before the new millennium, but that's semantics. And my generation, there isn't that mindset of like, you will work in a job, one job for 30 years, and it might not be a great job, but at the end of it, you're going to have 30 years worth of a pension, Yeah, you know, or you're gonna have benefits where you can get massage therapy, dental, eye care, all of that. And so I think a lot of people in and around my age are like, well, then why would I stay? Like, what is the incentive? If I'm already not super happy with what I'm doing? Why am I here? I have one life. So as an employer, how do you make people want to work for you? You know, because and because there's going to be conflict, you know, like, that's just inevitable. But how do you deal with it? And how do you make sure that your workplace is a positive, healthy environment? And when a problem does arise, how are you gonna fix it? And then on the flip side for the employee, uh, I think people in around my age, a lot of the times we don't know how to advocate for ourselves. Um, And I think this is evident in, you know, I know a lot of people that are scared to make a doctor's appointment. Or you could see a waiter like spit in your food and be like, well, I, I'm just going to eat that because I'm not going to say anything about it, you know? And like, how do you learn how to speak up for yourself in a respectful way, in a polite way, but to advocate for yourself? And I think that's something that we're really going to touch on in this series.
1: Yeah, and, and I think that that lends itself to maybe some of the myths that exist right now around how people don't want to work. Mm-hmm. And I think it's that... They don't see, as you mentioned earlier, the benefit of having one job for the rest of your life because, as you've said, you don't assume that you're going to get a job and then you'll work it and then you'll retire and then you'll just live off your pension. Mm -hmm. I know people in my own generational age bracket are already thinking there's no way we can rely on a pension, Mm -hmm. whether it's from an employer or the Canadian pension plan it's just yeah. that's not going to be a part of it so we need to figure out our own shit and make sure we're planning for the future yeah um I really want to talk about the difference between leaders and managers and mm-hmm. I mean there's a lot of stuff coming out right now about leadership and leadership skills and, and ways you can become a good leader because I do believe that leaders can be made they don't have to be born that way right you can learn from leadership examples that you didn't love and then really learn from the ones that you did. How do you emulate that, but make it your own?
0: Well, and how do you inspire your employees to take the extra initiative to be a leader? Yeah. As opposed to just a manager. Do you know what I mean? There is a difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that. Um, I want to talk a lot
1: about resources that I love and whether it's other podcasts, books I love uh, other websites and Instagram accounts. I can, I'll can. i be talking a lot more about Instagram and Facebook, uh, again, going back to my elder millennial, zennial roots. And if it's anything beyond that in
0: the world of the the Twitterverse or I think it's called the TikTok, <laughs> uh, I might leave that to Chelsea. I actually am no longer on t- uh, Twitter. I've never had TikTok, um, which is a big thing that I like to tell my friends whenever they try to talk to me about TikTok. Um, but no, I, I deleted my Twitter when uh, it was announced that Elon Musk would be taking over. Oh. But this is not a political podcast. No. So we don't have to discuss that. We won't get into
1: that. And I do really want to talk about the difference between whether it's managing employees, being an employee working from home, you know, in that sort of virtual hybrid world versus being in person and, and the different ways you can nurture those relationships the way that even if your employer is around the world from you, how you can still feel engaged and asking the questions and and ways in which you can, as the employee, take the initiative if you aren't feeling connected, if you are working from home. An area I'm definitely going to be talking a lot about, and it's going to be sort of intertwined throughout all the podcasts, is, is the word curiosity. And throughout the podcasts, Uh, If you decide to play some sort of a drinking game to this, uh, I'm going to put the warning out there now. It might not be a safe to do at work activity because I will say, stay curious, be curious. Where's the curious question in all the podcasts? Because honestly, curiosity is key. When you are in a difficult situation, when you are Wanting to figure out maybe somebody's motivation behind maybe a new policy, a procedure, you know, what's happening to really pause and be curious and to approach it from the standpoint of, you know, are they trying to ruin my life or why are they coming at it from this way? And then honestly asking that question of them. So what's your best case scenario? Curiosity is going to be a big topic woven through all the podcasts. And then we really want everybody to
0: sort of, to ask us questions. Yeah, well, and I was just to say, fun fact, growing up, I had a cat named Curious. Oh! So I just wanted to share that. <laughs> just all the reasons why our
1: lives were meant to be together. Exactly. We were going to be neighbors.
0: Uh, yeah, I feel like we should uh, explain how we met um, quickly. So I grew up in a home, as many people do. <laughs> uh, and then um, my mom's boss told her that her nephew and his wife were looking for a babysitter. And so my mom gave me as a name. I was like 15 at the time. And it turned out that we lived across the street from each other. Uh, the nephew and the wife were Emily and her husband. Yeah, Because your mom's boss, my husband, Evan's aunt, had said,
1: Oh, you're where, where we live. She had said, I, I think... I think Trish and
0: Chelsea lived close to there, and uh, not not just close, but like directly across the street. And it was the easiest babysitting gig. I would always go over when the kids were asleep, and I would watch Netflix downstairs. Yeah, and then that was like almost coming up on ten years ago. Yes. like seven ish years ago.
1: So, so while I grew up in Thunder Bay, I have lived in. Winnipeg, Manitoba. I have lived and went to school in Victoria, BC, worked in Vancouver, BC, where Evan and I technically met and started our our relationship, partnership, right, our partnership. So we met in Vancouver and then we moved to Toronto and it was there that we started our family. And then when our daughter was one, we decided to move home to Thunder Bay. Things were infinitely easier with having access to grandparents but even grandparents apparently got lives both of our, um, our our mothers when they retired got ridiculously busy like more so than when they were actually working so we did need to rely on a good babysitter and it was super uh, helpful
0: that we didn't have to drive him home so true yeah that's always a very awkward drive or like getting a taxi home sometimes that's not fun. Yeah, although I think I remember
1: the first time you babysat, and it was quite late at night. I think I made Evan walk you yeah. across the
0: street. No, I remember one time Evan saying, like, so I'm just going to watch you <laughs> from the window. I um, bet I made him.
1: I think you I did. Like... And
0: then he said, Emily just wants me to watch you from the window, but I'm, I'm not being weird.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think because it was late, and you were only, yeah, like 15 or 16. Yeah. And here you are, about to graduate university.
0: Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Babysitting was like the first, I've always been a career motivated person. Like I was so excited to babysit. I remember I got in a book order once, like a babysitting business kit and you could make like little business cards with your babysitting name on it, like your company name and whatnot. And my mom was like, you're 10 years old. Nobody is going to hire you to babysit. Uh, so I had to wait a couple more years and, and then my babysitting career took off. And it turned into a house-sitting career,
1: and Emily Shandrick's solutions kind of took off. I needed someone to help in in many areas, and life has been infinitely easier with
0: Chelsea on the team. I made the logical step from babysitting to um, administrative and marketing manager. It's just the progression. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, don't forget house-sitter in there. You yeah, yeah, the and house-sitter, house-sitter,
1: fish-sitter,
0: yes, yeah. yes. There was the
1: the infamous fish that I think we had for six months. But so again, that's a little bit about us. That's a little bit about the podcast, what you can expect on our, our upcoming episodes. We hope that you tune in. We hope that you decide to send us some questions, some ideas, some pain points,
0: you know? Um, Yeah. You might've gathered from this podcast that we're pretty excited. This is our intro episode. Um, Not every episode is going to be as fluid as this one, but the next
1: couple episodes that are going to be coming out, they're going to be much more structured. They're going to have a topic. Um, We're going to be sharing information. And a little bit about why we shared our generational tags is we're going to be coming at things from different perspectives. I'm definitely going to be coming at it from the perspective of, I am an employer and I have employees. That's me. I'm an employee, exactly, and I will also relate back to times in my life where I have been an employee and had a very negative um, experience in that role, as well as positive. But Chelsea will definitely be coming at it from more of the perspective as an employee
0: and as someone who is at the precipice of your career. Yeah, the very beginning. It's I was saying to someone a couple weeks ago, like I've been in university for six years now and obviously before that high school and elementary school and all that and I never let myself like look at the end because it was like I just like there were points in my undergrad where it's was like I just need to get through today or like I just need to get through this lecture you know and now all of a sudden like it's it's around the corner and it still hasn't like set in (laughs) Uh, my roommate when she said when she finished her degree it took about six months to like wake up in the morning and not be like okay what class do I have to go to you know like that shift of like leaving academia is very exciting it was scary for me which is
1: i think why i immediately started a masters program mm-hmm. which i didn't finish that one i switched and moved to another one because i was like i like the the sort of soft landing that post secondary gave me that i could default to well i'm a student mm-hmm. that might be why I'd don't have parts of my life figured out. I'm a student. I'm yeah. I'm free flowing as much as that does not mesh with who I am as a person. I'm not a free flowing person. I I like structure. I like lists. I like that kind of thing. So, it's kind of funny that I'm now in this entrepreneurial world where it is very much who knows what today will bring Mm -hmm. as much as my calendar is Mm chock-a-block. Who knows what, who knows who's going to call me and ask me to do something today. So we hope that you have fun on this podcast. We hope you learn something. Yeah. And we hope that you engage with us. We really invite some feedback we invite your questions we really want to hear from you about maybe there's a topic that we haven't mentioned that you're really interested in if it relates to the world of employee relations the workplace we've shared a little bit more about who we are and maybe uh you know pulling back the curtain a little bit but we we also want to end every episode with something not necessarily work related because one of the things we definitely want to talk about through this podcast is the need for that work-life balance so we want to end every episode with a what have you done for yourself lately so chelsea What have you done for yourself lately?
0: Lately, um, so I'm nearing the end of my university career, and I'm really starting to realize all of these things that I have access to that I do pay for uh, at the beginning of the year in my student fees, but then I I don't have to pay through it for for the rest of the year. So, for example, my gym membership. So I've really been trying to take advantage of my gym membership. Um, I've been going a couple times a week this week, so I've gone a couple days. (laughs) Thank you. And not only do I work out, but I then have a nice sauna after. And so that's kind of like the incentive to go for the workout is the sauna after. That's awesome. Yeah. So, what are you doing for yourself?
1: I actually just started listening to a new
0: podcast.
1: And I have been trying to listen to the podcast. This is also related to exercise. When I am either walking or running or doing something, whether it's inside or outside. Outside's limited right now as things are getting a little chilly here in the north. So the new podcast that I'm listening to is from one of the hosts of Maintenance Face, which is by far one of my absolute favorite podcasts out there right now. So the one of the hosts on it, Mike, has started a new podcast called If Books Could Kill. And he's doing a deep dive with his co-host around the awful books that you might find at the airport that, you know, as they said in their their inaugural podcast, If You Forgot to Charge Your Kindle, Mm. Um, or iPad, or maybe you didn't get your downloads done and you wander into that airport bookstore and you're like, what's trending right now? And so right now they have been dissecting the book Freakonomics. Mm. And the one thing I love about the host, Mike, on this podcast is that he is a numbers guy. And if you're going to throw out numbers, they better add up and they better you know make sense and actually mean something. And so he debunks and tears down so many things And I absolutely love it because I am not a numbers person. Gotcha. And I would read a book and be like, absolutely, 600% return on that investment. That makes sense to me. Right. And then I listen to Mike and I'm like, oh, I have so much to learn. (laughs) So I have taken that step to do a little bit more of that type of podcasting versus just listening to uh, a lot of celebrity gossip.
0: Yeah. my One of my favorite podcasts is a Real Housewives recap podcast. Fish Fest? No, no. It's called Watch What Crappens. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it is nice to hear about podcasts as much as I love it, but with maybe a little bit more substance. They're good to p- do it. Sprinkle in there. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So maybe you'll sprinkle
1: us into your podcasting
0: repertoire. Yeah, join us for episode two of Here's a Solution, which will be about myth-busting. And if you would like, you can follow us on Facebook at Emily Chandrux Solutions on Instagram at Solution Boss. And if you have a question or a situation you'd like us to discuss on the show, send us a DM or email us at podcast at Emily Chandrux Solutions.com. Shandricks is S-H-A-N-D-R-U-K. Bye, Chels. Bye. Thank you for listening to "Here's a Solution," presented by Emily Shandruk Solutions. This podcast is hosted by Emily Shandruk and Chelsea Lockstead. Editing and sound engineering by Nick Donati. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and wherever you love to listen. For more information, visit emilyshandruksolutions.com.